Yes. Hello and welcome to the Car Culture Podcast. We're here to take you behind the scene. We've got a clap over here as well. With me as usual is Dan. Dan, introduce yourself as usual. Hi, I'm yep. Dan. There we go. Yeah. Ahmed, come yes, on. Yes, we yeah, got it right. Go. See, yeah, we got it right this time. Hello. And with us today, we have our main man, Yusuf. Yusuf, introduce yourself and tell the people, all 200 listeners or watchers, why they should care about you sitting in the hot seat. Hi, I'm Yusuf. Is that what Dan said? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Except I'm Dan, not Yusuf. Okay, right. so yeah. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Um, welcome to Cult Culture Podcast. Uh, my name is Yusuf Alhares. I've been uh, in the drifting scene for quite a long time, if you consider 15 years a long time. So in the UAE, in Europe, in America, I've seen it, I've done it, I've drove it, and I've built it. And broke it. It and by the way, that's definitely okay. Yes. I'm, I was going to start, but I think Dan would like to roll this episode off. Dan, do you want to start us with the questions? I guess. Yeah, I just want to start off. This is one of the biggest questions I get asked all the time, like, especially from an outside perspective, like non UE. Why is there so much anti lag here? Like, and especially, <laughs> like, I mean, especially after yesterday as well, which well, is like the Motorsport Trade Pro- Expo. Prime topic, right? Like, I still. Ba, 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 ba. It's, it, it's the national anthem. Well, I understand. I understand your question. I personally don't like it. Yeah, I know you don't. But I everyone, don't when you ask them, they say they don't like it, but someone has to like the, it. The crowd does. Listen, yeah. so for some reason, the crowd does like it. They like that bank, bank, bank theory, I call it. But the bank, bank theory. Do <laughs> you know, like, it, it really, really fucking pisses me off. Like, because, and it's like, now I know there is a technical term and people use it for a good reason, but what really annoys me is they'll go and do a run and anti-lag isn't switched on or they'll just cock up the run, then they'll come into the pits, past the crowd, full anti-lag, right? And for me, that's not, it's not inviting, right? A is media, because we're stood around it, and you're just like, that is just pointless, right? Number one to me. Do it on track, maybe, so it makes a better photo, but don't do it right in front of me, time and time again. It's a lot easier to do, I think that's why. Because it's a lot harder to put it in the middle of the But I still just don't get it. And, you know, I think when when we're going back and looking at shows and stuff, and I think this goes further down the line, and I don't want to go too much down this because it doesn't really go into drifting so much, but, like, car shows here are seen really, really badly because of anti-lag, right? So I think you probably, in a similar situation, right, venues need to be able to buy in and see the, you know, your event is going to be successful, right? But if you've got people making all this noise... You know, it and it creates this like kind of hooligan behavior. It's not great for the for the person that owns the venue. Okay, so anti lag. Let's let's go back to yeah, the anti lag. So yeah. Define what, it by the way. First, well, what is anti lag? Anti lag is is basically trying to shove air into the turbo housing, the hot side of the turbo housing, to help it keep rotating mm-hmm. and avoid anti lag. Anti lag and yeah. to avoid lag or at least get a little bit more response out of the turbo, turbo yeah. earlier. Now. And what's that sound like? It, it, it doesn't sound anything. <laughs> well, it's, it's just in this region. You know, in this region it does. But yeah. in generally, look at all the old turbo cars. It has a little bit of flapper noise or maybe yeah. like a little bang, 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 bang noise. But it's not the louder, the better. The it doesn't 6, change anything. The Rad Hadad's on his power thing, he yeah. had anti-lag on. But it and wasn't you could too hear. bad. But that's the point. It was yeah. functional as well. The functional anti-lag is actually taking the dump air when you close the throttle and shoving it back into the hot side of the turbo, which, is, which requires major fabrication. Mm. There are some drifters, not in the Middle East I've seen, but abroad that they actually run anti-lag properly. Mm. And I'm sure if anybody watched uh, uh, Ryan Turk when he used to have his 2J86 yeah. in Formula yeah. D, it sounded very different and he used to run anti-lag. Yeah. And a second throttle body on the intercooler... It's- to shove air into the hot side of the turbo. But it wasn't okay. like a shotgun going on. No, no, no. It used, it used to bang, but yeah. it's different. You know, it's, it's but in UAE, or maybe it's the Middle East, we live in the bang culture, right? Y- yes, and that started, if, I, if I'm not mistaken, that really started when Red Bull Car Park Drift showed up. Thank you, yeah, yeah. yeah I, know I did have a can of Red Bull, I know, but I know, now I know, it's not we, <laughs> we, we love it because Red Bull, Red Bull Car Park Drift, when it showed up, uh, it they really helped. Yeah, they spent it's money. Developed, they spent I think media. it's developed the drift scene and in the Middle East. The, the right? o- I think the only difference between Red Bull Car Park Drift and actual tandem drifting or professional drifting as per the FIA or Formula Drift or Drift Masters and so on, that it became two different sports. Yeah, I okay? agree. Yeah. So it became two different things. The the Nowadays, I don't think Red Bull Car Park Drift, they actually look to that. They look into that bang bang anymore. They 
But you mean you so mean the crowd or the? It used to be part of the judging criteria. Yes. Oh, there we go. Yeah, okay, yeah. that's it what was, it, it was used marked to be. down. It used let's, to be. Let's just also <laughs> try and like for people that don't understand what Red Bull Car Park Drift is, or it's called Red Bull because they sponsor. But Car Park Drift is you're drifting around a bunch of cones or a, a technical course. The, 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 the motorsport terminology for it, as per the last five or eight years, is Jumkhan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so if you know what Jumkana is, but basically, that's timed, isn't it? Yes, Jumkana is timed. It's basically going through an obstacle course similar to a Jumkana, going mm -hmm. sideways, and you get judged when you click clipping points or pendulums or go th into what, and out of boxes. What's that thing called? The time attack. What's the other one? The car auto cross. Auto cross. Auto cross. It call, like it's actually the actual terminology in the FIA rule book. It's 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 an auto test, and auto cross is when you do it on gravel. So anything cross is it's gravel related, ah. but Terminology changed in the community, and it's like auto test. Drift is drift, <laughs> and drift is drift. But the major difference is it's single car versus uh, not. Okay. Tandem so what we're saying was cars. that in terms of the, your question, Dan, about anti lag, it was literally written into the rules that you must. It was in Red Bull Car Park Drift. It was a judging criteria. It used to be. Sorry, I touched the mic. It's fine. It used to be uh, car looks. Yep. It used to be four hundred points. Okay. Style. It used to be four hundred points. 100 points, long time ago, I'm talking about 10 years ago, yeah? yeah? 100 points on the car, how it looks, okay? And then 300 points on judging. Yeah, three judges, each judge takes 100 points. And part of the, each judge is responsible for certain criteria. One of the 100 points had the major contribution on how the car sounds and how much smokes it makes. There's yeah. an anti-lag judge. Yeah. Kinda. Can't if you want to call it that, if like you, if, to, how was his hearing? If you want to, <laughs> if you want to call it that, if you want to call it that, I, don't, yeah. I, I wouldn't say it's an anti-lag judge, and I think it's 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 majorly misconceived because mm. it's how you make the car sound. Now, I have I have a turbo car, yeah? yeah, and I can run an anti-lag, and I bet you, if I had started my anti-lag in my car, everyone will go deaf. You remember Red Bull Festival City? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean when I switched yeah. it on, it was insane. I, I, I think I'm the only one who runs a BMW engine, and that engine is a high compression, and what does anti-lag, it's massive. It's, like, really loud. Beside the point, they had that criteria, and then not anymore. They started looking. And if you drive the car with your foot, you can make the car sound nicer or worse. But the community, the people, the crowd liked the idea that the car throws flames and liked the cars that it makes bang noise. So my point about the crowd, how much of that is from social media and people wanting to post and that's the big, because if, if you want to show people you're there, the anti-lag is the big thing that you can show, right? Mm, kind of, yeah. Because it's I hard mean, to translate skill, but it's very easy to translate. translate yeah, but you need to get, you also need to understand that when they do switch the anti-lag, the getaway or whatever way that we do in the Middle East, yeah, not the rally style way. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're saying like the the thing that results in what we call anti-lag here. Yeah. Yes. Once okay. the way they, the way they did it, the way they do it, yeah, they. I'm not sure how they do it in in terms of the tuning prospects, but I know that they actually shove more air they open the exhaust valve early yeah. or, or there's something to do with the timing of the ignition okay. where they throw the hot, hot air into the into the exhaust mm -hmm. and they remove vacuum so, and it removes vacuum from the engine so if you don't run a secondary pump for the brakes you actually don't have brakes so <laughs> therefore it's no great in drift or you have manual <laughs> brakes not assisted brakes okay okay it's it's i've driven cars that are really really funny to drive now Today, in today's world, we've overcame over like the guys who run anti like they overcome all these problems. So they run secondary pumps to assist with the brakes and so on and so forth, and they still run anti like and they do get a benefit of between two hundred to five hundred RPM earlier spooling. So it's not totally nonsense. It's not just a noise. It does actually work. But so if you take it back, like in Europe, you don't have. You still have maybe you have anti lag, but you don't have that level of noise because of. Regulations, yeah, regulations, right? Yes. Which which we are having here soon. So this this would be my sound like, regulations. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So this would be this kind of like ties into my point, right? Because obviously you run Drift Home, which operates at Jebel Ali, right? Yeah. So I and I know that you've no anti lag in Jebel Ali. No anti lag, yeah. But there have been cases where people have come, in, and I've seen you run over and tell them, "Oi, don't do that." Yeah. Well. So you know, but like I don't think it for me it just spoils it for everyone, right? Because it, we can't do it in the UK, so people, you know, no one moans about it, right? We don't cry about it because you've never been able to. 
And like, I think people are like, we actually have a place to drift. And we're really not lucky in this country because we're a small country. We don't have many venues, right? And we also don't have enough organisers that want to invest the amount of time because I don't think people realise that there's no fucking money in drifting here. There no. is no money. No, 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 no. You know, no like it's, it's corporate, corporate interference where we will be able to make money at some point. But, but until today, drifting is a sport that we are actually spending money on yeah, yeah, to yeah, keep, yeah. It, Everyone, keep it yeah. alive. Uh, you can never put money on the time I put into actually keeping the drift home alive and keeping Jabal Ali alive. You can never put money on that. Yeah. It's a lot. But I think, like, uh, especially maybe some of the, the, the people that come to these events, like, oh, I don't want to spend 500 dirhams, they're making loads of money. Like, But, you know, you have no other option and you're not making any money out of running 30 drift cars at a, at a small race, right? Small yeah, and some track. people complain, 500 is too much. too much. I was like, well, thank you. I've heard it time and time again. Like I'll, I'll be honest, with you we're in the, in the pits, so we kind of hear it, right? And there's a few guys that are like, oh, I don't want to spend five hundred dirhams. Where the hell else are you going to go? You know, like we only have two other racetracks who they don't prioritize drifting because there isn't a big enough market for it. It's much easier to do a track day where people can come and bring their cars, and there's a bigger market for it, right? See, and I had a chat yesterday with Dubai Autodrome, yeah, uh, without mentioning names. Well, I had a chat with somebody in Dubai Autodrome yesterday, and they have. They would like to bring in drifting, yeah. but in the end of the day, it's a business, yeah? yeah. And yeah, they yeah. have to pay salaries and electricity bills and so on so and so you, forth and overheads. I get it, because they, they're they going to rent the track that allow drifting for, let's say, four hours, right? There's a cost involved. For uh, absolutely. See, I'll tell the track you, I'll, open. I'll give yeah. you, I'll, it's, it's, it's published. It's not, not, there's no secrets in those. The oval circuit is approximately 15 grand rack yeah. rate, yeah? yeah. Uh, we, they, we get supported with that, and yeah. we get some discounts. But again, to cover up the cost to actually run the oval circuit, and in my personal opinion, I don't think it's a nice place to drift, but it works. Yeah. It, you're hardly going to break even. Yeah. And you're not going to make a spe spectacle, like you said, if it's just... It's just not the place, you know? Yeah. Autodrome is looking into hosting drifting events. But yesterday he was like, would you make it worthwhile for me? I'm not, t I'm not telling you. He's like, I'm not telling you to make me tons of money, but... Cover costs. Cover my cost, at yeah. least. I yeah. mean, if I will run any tight track yeah. days... It's not a charity. It, it's not a charity. If I make a track day, I'm going to earn 10 times more of what I'm going to earn from you drifters. So, and again, I have a board to report to. Yeah. Yeah. So how much I can help. Hmm. And I do understand. I yeah, do yeah, understand I this it. point, I 100%. But I think the thing we forget about here, that drifting has been here for a long time with those car park patrol and land cruiser spins or I don't know what I don't even that's call not it. drifting that's how that's, that's right? freestyle free and that's a sport by itself and yeah. it has its own regulations and it has its own supporters and non-supporters detractors yeah exactly because I think the thing is that um, from an outside perspective because I know motorsport better than I know drifting it kind of all gets clumped together and the thing is together it doesn't come off positively right like I, and for, I think there's, there are preconceptions, unfortunately. And like you said, if, you go, if you're Dubai Autodrome, you go to your board, you're, there are going to be preconceptions of, we're not getting race cars, we're getting drifters here. There's a disappointment, right? Which is, I'd, I'd say it's unfortunate. Because but to j just take, so I know this podcast won't go out for a while, but we were at the Emirates Motorsport Expo yesterday, right? And I would say that visually, the drift cars that were there were probably generated the most excitement. The Lexus was the one that got the most people's phones out their pockets. Just, just the drifting in general, right? Like yeah. we're not going to. And talk. I think the other, the other S chassis, so it's yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I think so there was three drift cars there yesterday. Uh, it was well. Unfortunately, I, I think the one who would have made the best show, unfortunately, he had an electric electrical issue, which is Hazza. Okay. Hazza, ah, yeah, Hazza, yeah, yeah. would have launched on fourth. Yeah. With his dog box, I mean, put it on fourth, dumped the clutch from the start, smoked the hell out of the place. He wouldn't have cared if he broke broke an engine. Yeah, unfortunately, the ham did, but we saw on social media today. But uh, no, again, it's just drifting, right? He no. just burned something with the electrical wiring in his car. Something went wrong, and he couldn't drive. Yesterday, yes, the Lexus was amazing. Saeed Ahmed in his uh, Boss S13, 14, 14, 15, right? S chassis. Yeah, we never know what the chassis is anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, with his Boss S chassis, that was amazing. Uh, Mansouri Godzilla, the yeah. Power horse car and the S15 with Fadi, both of them, they were they were nice. Uh, they tried to do the best show they can. The anti lag was really nice in Mansouri's car. 
It was because it wasn't obnoxious. Guess why? Yeah. Guess why? Because it actually fucking works. No, it's <laughs> tuned. It, the yeah. tuner is Swedish and yeah, it gets yeah. tuned online. Yeah. So it's yeah. not a locally tuned car. No. <laughs> since it's really funny actually because since I've seen the scene grow, and actually the guys at the Autodrome yesterday probably some of the more the the pioneers in that scene as well. You know that originally when we followed the drift scene and we're only going five years ago now, like there wasn't. The, the grid was quite small and out of that small grid there was like one or two well-built cars now we are actually getting a much better grid of really well-built cars you know the knowledge base has gone up um i think the knowledge base has gone up the money is being spent, spent yeah. on the cars and i don't think it's required yes this is another point as well right and you've you've traveled and you you know you've seen drifting in europe and the us right grassroots or even competition competition forget yeah. grassroots grassroots yeah. you can do in anything yeah okay you can do in a stock miata if you, you want you can't do in a front wheel drive but car dan uh, you can <laughs> you can with easy with easy well, wheels i can't say anything yeah because <laughs> i'll get you in trouble yeah you get some of them. <laughs> i don't care they could don't pay me i really don't care no. I work with but them, anyway, but anyway yeah. the point yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> the point is grassroots is grassroots yeah grassroots yeah. is grassroots you can do it in anything if you want to try and learn and and do it you can do it with a 350z 370 whatever car you, of your choice that an is 86 man, they're getting cheap. i don't like them oh. i do, i think that they could they will again i think they will cost you so much more than anything else to actually enjoy them what we'll just say is alex owns two shit cars and we'll move on you had one of them as well i had a brz mate so yeah. oh no, yeah. that's <laughs> super, I, i'm sure it's blue uh it was white I don't yeah. have it anymore. Okay. It's a long time ago as so well. Anyway, that, but that's that not your question. Go down on. Yeah. Anyway, the past, you back know? to the point. Yeah. When you look at <laughs> professional competition back in Europe, yes, there are the cars that with a, with a, with a Samsonas or whatever sequential transmissions and fully built engines and Winters Devs and so on and so forth. There are those cars, but they yes. they don't exceed ten percent of the grid. Yeah, you're okay? right. Yeah. Here, the normal cars. Do not exceed ten percent of the grid. <laughs> yeah, everybody is on winters. Everybody yeah. is on some sonus or a dog box. Everyone Massive is with budgets. a fully built engine. Massive budget. And all those intercoolers at the back. Like I've never seen it's radiators. Like, mate. The radiators. Uh, yeah, sorry, yeah. Alex knows most. People don't think much about efficient cooling. They think about more cooling. Yeah. Your radiator is good as well, isn't it? I heard. Anyway, we'll skip that one. Yeah, <laughs> you know I who mean, you are. Cool all your fluids in this country. Yeah, in the Middle it's, East. it's hard on the cars, right? But I think. People do overspend. Like I've spent some a couple of times in uh, Mondello in Ireland, and you actually see that the pro cars on their pro grid, which James Dean would have been a part of. Now James Dean's different, and some of the other guys are at a different level. But you've still got people hitting top sixteen, top eight with normal, you know, cars. yeah, no dog boxes. You know, like you know H pattern uh, gearboxes. Let me put it Welded to you this diffs way. as well, right? Let like, me put it to you this way. What is James Dean S14, the famous one? It's been driven for how many? Seven, eight years now. Yeah. Yeah, I think he first built it in 2011, 12, 13, somewhere around that. So let's say the worst, 2013, and it's been driven for seven years now. He only swapped his engine once, as per of my knowledge, and that was last year when his brother rebuilt it for him after the last Oman yeah. he'd been to. Um, that was the first time they rebuilt the engine after five or six years of driving. So I think the car pushed yeah. 550 horsepower, give or take 600. He had an itch pattern in the beginning, and then I think he went to the Samsonas. Sure, yeah. Yeah, because Samsonas gave him a gearbox. He had a normal GTR diff and a hey, normal suspension, a normal Weiss fab, and a, just a cage on the car. The car looks good, but he is a machine, so let's not forget that. But his car is not any better than any other car. He just had a good gearbox. If you want to compare it to a normal car, that's all. Hold on, just before that, because we, we had an interesting topic about throwing money at the car or trying to be a better driver. You like throwing money at cars, don't you? <laughs> not get anywhere. In the right places, yeah. <laughs> but um, you, you, just, just in the break now we had, you, 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 you were talking about the importance of understanding more about the car rather than just throwing more money at the problem, right? Yeah, exactly, man. I mean, there's no point of spending loads of money before you actually can drive a car that is okay, you know? Get yourself, and, and we have now, we do have examples now. So Harbeli, for example, is a great example, yeah. Yeah? yeah? He has a simple car, 
His pro car is a simple car and his missile car is a simple car. And he's just putting the right example there out there. People look at him like, man, he's a great driver. He's going to win the championship or, or he's going to be he's going to be at least podiumed in every round. Yes, but maybe I agree with that point. But it's not because he has the best parts on his car. He still runs a stock diff on a 350Z and yeah. he still runs a stock 370Z with bolt-on mods and minor adjustments to the car and the car runs perfect. So do you think, so do you think like, so I, I can name names here as well, like, which I'm, I'm quite comfortable doing it. You know, like certain people I think have shaped the scene or it, for me, from a media side of things, it's been, uh, Daham's been very popular and, and so is Sultan, right? In, 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 in terms of results. True, but you need to understand the major difference here. Daham is a career for him yeah, to so be able yeah. to build a car and win competitions. They are two different drivers. Sultan, Sheikh Sultan, just for he does it because he loves doing it. it. Because he wants to have that a full-forged Austin Martin drift car. Because he wants that. But the thing is, people will look up to these guys, right? So I think... Or Danny Neville as well. I th- well, the, if you're talking results, these two have really been at the, at the top of the game here. For, uh, for, for a while now, right? And I think it's just like, we live in this name culture. It's like, what's Sultan got? If I just buy it, I'll be great. What's Daham got? I'll just buy it, I'll be great. They don't realise that Sultan loves what he does, right? And that's why he travels the world doing it, you know, and he spends a lot of time in his car. So he's just, you know, he's growing up around it. He's really practising and, you know, doing what he loves. Whereas Daham's the same thing, right? Like, he's got many hours under his belt. But I think they just go, I want to be like this guy. Let's just spend everything. And maybe we don't have those people, you know, down the grid that have that, I'm just going to build a car that works for me, you know, and practice and practice and learn. I don't know if we have, do we have enough of those drivers yet? Are they going to come through now? Are they only just starting to come through? Will they be looked up to? I think, I think the, co- the community is learning. Yeah. I, it took them a while. It's very young. This is the other thing. We are very, very young. Uh, if you call 12 years young? Yeah, it is. It's hugely Well, compared young, to you know? Japan, yeah. where it's been going for, what, 30 yes. years, maybe? Since and you got, so you got Japan is uh, early 90s. Early so 90s, yeah. 30 early years. 90s. But listen, That's 30 you, years ago, man. I hate to tell you. Yeah, I know. I, know. <laughs> I have a 90s car. I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what it means. In the, in the UK, there's so many, so many different drift events, different drift, like of all different scales. Yeah, but events, motorsport right? is not new here. Drifting is. Yeah, drifting's new. Yeah, but but motorsport is not new here. Mm. The, the concept and the idea of having sponsorships, having a rally team, a series. having series, having a championship series or whatever, it's not something new. We grew up. I mean, I'm almost 38 years now, and but we, we grew up watching this from boat racing, from car racing, from rally, from rally, mostly rallying because of the nature of the city. But mm-hmm. and also don't forget that we had the Grand Prix here back in yep. the days. Yeah, but it's still very seventies or something. Still or, um, very small. Uh, Hashin knows. Yeah, Hashin. Eighty-one. Eighty-one. 81. Yeah, 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 and down yeah. in Dera, right? Yeah, I wasn't even born then. Mm. I don't think anyone in this room was born. Uh, most probably, I wasn't, and I'm the oldest one here. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, and and it is it is so motorsports is not new. But what happened is, I think the major thing what happened is, Dubai is vast, yeah? So, I'll ask you a question. There's a drifting event this Friday. How many other things would you have available to your disposal to actually go and do? You mean other things besides drifting this yes. Friday? Yes, a brunch. Mm-hmm. Um, there is the beach. There is a million different things that people there distract There is safari. There is, you can go, yeah. I'm sure there is a party. I'm sure there is a special DJ somewhere. Yeah. Now you have the Expo 2020. Now you have, there, there's so many other attractions and that you can go to. To add to your point as well, I don't think we, we've, there may have been motorsport here since what, 81 or whenever. However, the people haven't been here since then because we're such a big expat community. Nice, yeah. It's so transient that like people spend two or three years here, maybe longest to like five to 10 years and then they leave. Because I think the thing, the unfortunate thing we have here is that to have a build up, you need to have people that have been in it since those times. And apart from the local community, there's very few people who have been here in this motorsports space, putting the foundation, right? Because again, like you, you, 
if you if we take Rally for example, right? You pick up from the last generation, you continue the legacy, right? Mm -hmm. You even maybe take the cars. Like I know escorts have been like handed down the generations, but we don't have that kind of handing down because we don't have that population of people that have been handed to because everyone's just here for listen. Such a short you, time, the, right? the, you know, so you take mix of those two points together, right? So I've spent some time. I've got friends in, in Ireland that used to compete in. Uh, the IDC as a team, right? And so I spent time around Mondello, and it is this. Where have you been to Mondello? Yeah, yeah. There is fuck all else around. It's not like oh, I can drive fifteen minutes and I'm in the marina, right? Like there's nothing around. So you know, and in in Ireland there really isn't much to do, and definitely people have grown up around mm. the sport or just motorsports in general. And, uh, you know, like, um, you know, my dad or my granddad used to do rallying. And then we kind of like slowly moved into this sport that everyone started to do because we've got nothing else to do. So you, there is a lot to do in, in Dubai in terms of like, there maybe is a Western thing. But, you know, I, what, if we're talking nationalities on the grid, it's mainly Arabs, right? Like that are on. It, obviously here, yeah. People who live here and. Uh, There's Arabs not that many general, Western. It's not that. Uh, okay. I do understand your point where people come here and stay for five years, yeah. eight years, mm -hmm. ten years, whatever, and they're not looking in to make, make major investments here and leave. But on the other hand, you have Rob, Rob. with the Skyline. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah? So, yeah. so he actually drove the car to the very last minute yeah. before he leaves the country. Yeah. And he knew he's leaving the country, but he kept it alive for the very, very last minute just but to be able to drive it to the max. He's a it's low low budget guy, which is cool as well. Exactly, that's the people we want because yeah. that's what will grow the community. Mm. How do we find those people? I, I I actually like Rob. Rob's a great person as well, but the you know the car. You say Rob's facing an exception rather than the rule. Yeah, there's there. I mean, there, there has been more. Listen, since I don't know whether it's since Jebel Ali has kind of come around, there's been more lower budget cars entering the scene. From if we're talking like four or five years ago. There was a lack in, in my... There was a few, but they weren't consistent. No, people break the car, they buy a car, break they it. think they fixed it, but they actually ruined it, and they come in to drive, and every single thing goes wrong with it, and they just dump it, yeah. because they think it's, it is what it is. But then, with the more knowledge that comes through is, leave the car as stock as possible, just put a hydraulic handbrake, suspension, well and something, well the diff, and something small to help you with the angle kit. Yeah. Yeah, some, there's are many races, kits now for many yeah. cars. Yeah. And drive the car daily, go to work with it, and don't smash it. Just don't do something with to the it. welded diff. Oh my god! It's fine, yeah, man. Yeah, do you fine. know how many three fifty and three seventies is on the road that are actually with a welded diff and a hydraulic handbrake? Yeah. Some of them hidden under the seat, mounted on the day. Yeah, you'll find. You'll uh, trust me. You'll find a few. Yeah, but welded diffs aren't that bad. It's not that bad. <laughs> Andy, and, uh, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not that bad. Yeah, but if, especially if he you just commute, likes to moan. If you don't commute in, in if you don't really go crazy on the road, then the car will drive fine. Um, this is the kind of people we're looking for. This is why yeah. Jabal Ali got established. Not for the guy with a thousand horsepower car. Yeah. yeah. I remember once the ham came in and I was like, the ham, what are you doing? He's like, man, I'm trying to pull out as the car is at lowest possible in his Lexus. Yeah. It's like, it's the lowest sitting possible. And I'm still going through tires like crazy. It's the track is small. Hmm. Yes. It's small for a thousand horsepower car, mm -hmm. but the track is amazing for anything be anything below five hundred, which, which is a lot of power. Which is a lot of power. Five hundred horsepower. Five hundred horsepower. Exactly. Five hundred horsepower is a lot of power. Yeah. Yes, it's a stock LS three. Yeah. Yeah, but it's a lot of power when you put it in a light car. And you're going sideways. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Because most of us have just played Gran Turismo or like Need for Speed. Like I could not handle five hundred horsepower going sideways. Do you know what I mean? And I think everyone, like you said, tries to step up here where, like an, like an old A A86 was a great example of 100 horsepower and talent, right? Again, like, I, I don't know, in Ireland specifically, right? How many people in Ireland started in A86s? Well, I think a lot of it came from the rally days, right? So there's an abundance of them left from rally days. And mm. Yeah, but now I think you, uh, I don't, they're, like VQs are big in, in, in Europe, right? Because... They're in three three fifty Zs. They're cheap, and you can make power. But that's well, the well point. you can't like, make. They're just they are shit. But it's 
it's very, very reliable, reliable, you know, like and low budget, low cost, you know. Before SRs are too expensive now, SRs were like big in the UK. That's, and Ireland, but that's why but I still think the 86 is going to be something because it's going to be one of the last what, cars. Uh, the, yeah, the 86 is even the new one that's coming in for the next, like, think, don't think about it now. Think about it in 10 years when these things are 10 years old. They're going to be picked up and they're going to be a good platform to put whatever engine in you want. As a chassis, and, yeah. I totally agree with you. Mm. They're, actually, they've, been, they've done well in Pro Series, right? But the fundamental problem is the, is the engine, right? Well, it's, you cannot do anything with an 86 with a stock engine. Mm. Okay. You're Rainier right, does it. Up, Rainier does it. The, yeah, but that car's set up really well. Yes. Like how much well. how much time and effort and money he throws? I in actually it. don't know, but it's it is a fantastic. We need to, we need to ask him. But yeah. but he keeps breaking diffs uh, all the time on a stock engine. Is it? He have the stock diffs like crazy, man. Oh, it winds. He hasn't broken it yet. Yeah, he, he just, broke it once or twice, and yeah. now he's I think going through his. Are they the one. stock ones? Because they did come with diffs. The manual ones came with diffs here. LSD? Yeah. You, yeah. Well, you cannot run LSD unless you rebuild it mm. to, to hold more. I mean, in the Pro Series, if I'm not mistaken, I could be the only one who runs an LSD. And I run clutch-based LSD, and I do yeah. rebuild it very frequently because I go through the clutches. Mm. Most people just winters, yeah, but right? I like <laughs> the behavior. Yeah. I like the car behavior with LSD. I don't like the welded because my chassis, I do it, you know, I do the E30, and it's very snappy. And... With a very snappy car, you want something that holds it a bit back. Bit back. So it makes it more progressive almost. Yes, okay, so cool. I run an LSD. But it's a technique. It's Again, it's a technique. It's, it's what you do. Going back to the people that you want to find for Jabal Ali, how do you find those people? Um, they just need to hear about us. Or do they find you? They need... To, well, there is... For me to go out for them, we need to spend money. And I'm still spending money to keep Jabal Ali up and running. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so I cannot chicken and egg really. At the yeah, moment, I cannot. It? I cannot really. I cannot really pump in much more. Mm. I think. Let, so let's say in a perfect world, if you were a, you had a workshop, um, which I think you actually do. But um, do you have a workshop? I do, but, but I don't do not, drifting. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So like, but let's say it was it was a, a workshop that kind of made quite a bit of money in terms of like servicing cars, high turnover, fast, and you were like promoting Jebel Ali, and you could actively say, listen. If you have a budget of 15, 20,000 dirhams complete, that will get you a car that will perform at Jebel Ali as such. Like, you know, basic setup. So you can buy a hobby, basically, for 20 yeah. k to the hobby. And then, you know, you have a regular, barrier. you know, sorry? You're going to get lots of weekend warriors who just decide to, like, buy a car, turn up, break it, and then bugger off. That might be too low. No, not if you, like, if someone, so the problem is, Looking, you have to you're invest you're looking time. At the right? idea, you're looking at the idea of Ibisu, and basically. Like when you go to Ibisu, you buy, a, you buy a car, you trash it on the day. Mm. If you want to keep it, you keep it. If you want to sell it, we rebuy it from you or for, so just you make the, some money on the, top. Yeah. The guidance oh, the and the knowledge. But the guidance and the knowledge base are saying, listen, you, know, you, you only have to spend this much and you'll get a car that you can have just as much fun in you'll, and it'll cost you less to run than going out and building a car that's costing you, you know, 150, 200,000 And also you're building a car so you don't know what you're doing right and wrong because every different car is different, like you said, with your E30. Different principle, different kind of car you're building. So right. in that case, you're building... But, but for a missile car, the formula is quite straightforward. But the diff? 250 horsepower to 300 engine, something that makes that power stock. Like an LS or something? No, that's No, LS too is much. too much. Too yeah, much, yeah. Too yeah, much. yeah, yeah. So, VQ? So VQs? 35, 37s, whatever, you know, uh, BMW 330s, yeah, and anything in that in that range, uh, E90s, whatever, E90, yeah. E92s, E46s, whatever, E36s, some of them we do engine swaps for them, but with another BMW engine where it pushes 250 horsepower, if you like that chassis, yeah. and it's extreme, it's stock basically, yeah. but you just put a different engine in a different chassis and just make it more powerful, and uh, basically... 86s, forget it. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, as a stock as a stock 86, forget it. It's just going to cost too much. The 350Zs, you can grab one. Hydraulic handbrake, welded diff. You can buy a 350Z that's road registered for like, 15. if you're lucky, like anywhere from starting from below 10 up to like 15,000 dirhams, right? It so can go up to 20 if it's a clean example. Clean, yeah. But, but uh, no I, I, don't know, I don't know anything much about drifting. So the, the thing cars that would, in general. Can, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, or style. There we go. Should we keep going? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'll leave it at that. Okay. Muscle cars. They seem like very easy solutions to kind of uh, low torque, I mean, high torque at low RPM. 
They don't, but we never really have conversations about muscle cars. It's a bit odd. Is there a reason? There's a one Mustang and two Camaros in the whole community here. Yeah. That's it. But it's not because they're bad. It's not because they're good. It's because the perception of people. Uh-huh. Because uh, you know what I mean? Camaros, like those things you just are heavy. See, muscle cars are heavy. Heavy, yeah. So you, you want, for drifting, you want something more nimble. Now, would a Camaro work? Yes, it will. Would a Mustang work? Yes, it will. Because mm, they're front and rear fully independent suspension, aren't they? Uh, you know? Even if you go for the previous ones, mm. the SY97s, yeah? So, and those are really cheap. Mm-hmm. But that's my point. They're cheap. They're really cheap. And that 4.6 engine 3 valve, if you take care of it... Yeah. Nicely, it will run. And it's got we torque one, to keep you through the. We drift. have one actually now in the community. The Reese's Reese car. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. And yeah. it's yeah. and it's fast. It's sweet. Yeah. It's it's it surprised us all. I think there's a in the US. There's a few that are kind of coming around. But to it. Mm. sorry, to, sorry to take you there, but they are very difficult to make. So you have to keep them street cars for all the computers to talk to each other for it to oh, work. Yeah, yeah. The moment you start gutting it out. ECU then it, doesn't like it. It becomes yeah. yeah it, it becomes an issue. It becomes an issue. It took yeah. us three months to go through. I, I know the process of that car. It took them three months to actually go through and get all the communications with the CAN buses and everything to actually communicate and talk to each other again, and to get the car to work nicely and yeah. get tuned by one of the best in, in the in the country today. So to do real anti lag. No, 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 it has no. It has nothing. No, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, Probably has no no exhaust. But it's amazing. Yeah. But it's, it's an amazing platform. But the chassis behavior is a bit tricky. Hmm. So you need to run grippy tires. So that's an extra cost. Going back to uh, Red Bull Car Park Drift again, <clears throat> there was an element or a judge that was judging on style. Okay. So now we've talked about style before. Style is very subjective. You mean um, not drift style, but car style? You yeah. just start in general. Yeah. 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 But like oh, you tell us it's not my show. Man. It doesn't. It doesn't make <laughs> any guess, difference. Yeah. It just makes the car look cooler. So if I have more money, I get more points. That's that, that's quite sad. Mm. Yeah. But I also understand. I mean, the skill level wasn't up to up up there yet. I like that. Yeah. So we have to find other things to judge you on. Exactly. Yeah. So what can we judge you on? Okay, so, so sorry that we have to judge you on how much money you spend on your car, but we have to judge you on how much money you spend on your car because that's how much dedication and preparation you went through. See, now that's nice because that's a nicer way of no, it's not, looking it's at not the same thing. No, it's not fucking motorsports, mate. Okay, but, the, the, but nice. that's... Okay, I'm going to step out and have this... Like, like I'm going to uh, let you guys debate... Because it is two different opinions I'll there. I'll take you it? outside and I'll sort you out. It's not me, it's him. Stepping out. Yeah. <laughs> no, but it's sad. Like, I, I don't want to hang up too much time on, on, on Red Bull Car Park Drift too much because I, I think that we've moved forward and I think drifting's moved. Yes. Not left it behind. And I don't, and, no, you no, know, no, no. But, but it I think it's changed. Thing. Yeah, yeah, you're right. A separate thing. And like, I think we as car culture focus more attention on tandem drifting because I think that's just more... From a spectator's point of view, I actually think it's, it's cool, right? When you see two cars getting really close together. It's more motorsport yes. than, than yeah. car park drift mm. is. But it's still, it's, it's, still, banging, it's, it's still judged, though. So and, it's not and like. Let's not forget something very important when you talk about drifting. Mm. Very important. It is a show sport. Yeah. So it is something to entertain more than something to. Go watch Formula Drift. You will see, if you're a technical guy and you don't care about the show aspect, you will see amazing runs that people that loses. But you also, as a spectator who actually enjoys the fun aspect and the, the, the action, yeah? If you watch Formula Drift or Drift Masters, you will be hyped up and jumping off your seat when you see two people like running very close to each other. You wouldn't care who won yeah. at some points, yeah? Yeah, you just want close runs. You just want close runs. Yeah. But on the other hand, the other runs, they just ran a better line. They went through the clipping points better. They were faster and so on and so forth. But so what is Yeah, because I think the thing about that is that if the crowd doesn't understand how points... Football is very easy. You put a ball in the goal and you scored. But if the crowd doesn't understand why this person outperformed that person, it'd make it a very annoying sport to follow and enjoy, right? Yes. So yeah. that's why the action is there and that's why the judges and the commentators are there 
to elaborate on why and what happened. And mm. that's why in every drifting event, when you actually, you need to tell the people who are watching What's what happening? they what they're watching yeah. or so otherwise the speed approach angle exactly yeah, fine exactly not just the we don't judge speed anymore we used to mm. initiation speed or mm. certain certain angles or exit speed I, I guess as well, well we I haven't seen anyone with a speed gun at, uh, uh, last time I've seen a speed gun is in 2014 or 15 why is uh, that Fajero or Oman uh, uh, Yas Marina Yas Marina Yas Marina ah yeah yeah, yeah drift yeah. UAE the last the last ever one yeah how come it's just moved out now. We right? just, like, it just, it's just, just something that we don't use anymore. Yeah. Uh, it's not a criteria that we look into. Everybody it's just evolved, too fast. Right? Like, drifting's mm. very young. So that's interesting, because yeah, it pushes people to go too fast. Yeah, I mean, Frederick Asland, when he was drifting here, he's like, Yusuf, I initiated at north of 200 kilometers per hour going down. And he doesn't have a speedometer. He just knows that because third gear on the dyno was 180. Mm. Yeah. And he initiated forth. after fourth. Yeah. <laughs> so he knows he was north of 200, but how fast he doesn't know. Uh, so he's so he, he lost points for not having a dash and dials. No, again. He's, yeah, well, yeah. in car park drift, yeah. Yeah, that doesn't sound... The drifting scene is, is, moving, is moving closer to the European and the American standards now. So, yes, people are starting understanding that missile cars doesn't need to be overworked. Yeah. And they're understanding that the pro cars needs to be set up good, not just spent loads of money, money on. Yeah, yeah, Some yeah. people are not there yet, but the majority I, of people... I've are. seen it going, you know, going to some of the, you know, pro competitions here and people spent good money and I can look and their alignment's out, right? You know, like... Oh, you, yeah, look yeah, at you can it. see the tire. One tire is yeah. still in, one tire is still out. And, and this is, you know, like a maximum 150 dirham, 200 dirham investment, right? Let it be 500, man. Yeah, exactly. Let it be 500. But you've got, you know, a winter's quick change in the back and a dog box, right? But you can't align the car properly. It's, mm. yeah. So, and you know, I think, but then this is why people like Daham and Sultan are like, I want to get the best out of everything. So I'm going to set the car up properly you know like it's not just that shopping list of oh i've got this it's the best it's not i have that for a reason and then i'll you know drive the car figure that one product out like i think both of them why do they both use this you know they've stuck with that same engine setup and they're trying to get the best out of it right a few years ago dan i used to jump from an emirate to an emirate a week before the events yeah and i used to help the guys do their alignments yeah and i'm not an alignment specialist i just yeah have some knowledge mm. and I know some numbers that will help so I used to run to run and help them adjust their alignment but we don't, I think like I think because the scene's so young and you know it is younger here still we haven't got and we have a smaller pool of people you know and there's only people there isn't many people like yourself I think they're going around saying listen I'm going to help you know like let me help you man I jump under any car to help them to do whatever and I'm, I'm not asking for anything in return I just ask you please come and drive drive yeah yeah I, I don't want anything from you just come and drive support the scene support. support be there in the scene mm. just come there do the scene that's with the media guys when you guys come to Jabal Ali guys yeah. please come and expose us yeah? yeah let us be more exposed because the more exposed maybe at some point we can get more people the man if I get three, four corporates that, that pay something to put some banners and advertisements on Jabal Ali events, the ones I do, okay, I can really make a change. Mm. But it's a chicken and egg situation, like you said. It's almost like, what do you do? Well, how do you do it? How do you start first? You know, I can go approach companies, and, but what I'm going to go tell them? The only thing I need for them, uh, the only backbone I have is the exposure. That's what they want. Mm. So I need to show them that I can, car culture is supporting, these guys are supporting, Studio One is supporting, whoever, whatever, whatever is supporting. This is the media channels that we are pushing. This is the amount of people that, that, that will be seen, you'll be seen with. So come and dump 10 grand and we'll put some banners for you and put your names on the cars and stuff and so on and so forth. Call it like uh, I'm not asking them to dump 100 grand, you know? It's too early for that. It's quite strange that the only two two major corporate companies that kind of get involved here is Red Bull and Monster, really, isn't it? Even Monster is not here. Not Monster is get, gets involved from the UK. From the UK, yeah. Which, yeah, that's a shame. But you know, at least Power we Horse have are something. Power Horse is there. We have that's new. That is, isn't it? Motor Power Horse. Power Horse. They actually they 
When is this podcast going out? Uh, January. I added that we're, we're well in advance. Okay, we're well in advance. Okay, so Power Horse, because the reason why I'm saying you, because I know what's happening now, but I don't know what's going to happen in the next mm. month. Okay. So you can maybe cut this off. Yeah. But Power Horse was making... A as of this recording. As of this recording, Power Horse is making an ad, so they hired the drifter. Okay. And after, after that, they went into negotiation to actually making him an athlete. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so it didn't... It, it's not signed in yet. But I also do understand when Power Horse wants to, wants to sign him up, they want a schedule from him. Yeah. And we still don't have it. Ah, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah. We don't have anything but, on the table. But what's moment, funny right? is that... I like, was ready with it. Yeah. But then it's not there now. So I'm waiting, to, I'm waiting for some feedback. But so. there, no part of the car runs on energy drinks. However, an energy drink brand has said that this is something we're willing to invest in, which for me like a driver or any kind of money, right? I think it's interesting that you've got a product that exists outside of the fundamentals of the sport that's willing to invest. So why aren't other brands who aren't fundamental to the car investing as well? Energy like, drinks. And what massive, do energy though. drinks make? But they're massive, right? They And they sell good product and make good money. Are you comparing here to Europe, first of all? That's a good way of looking at it. So yeah, let's take it from there. I, yeah. Do you think many manufacturers of parts actually sponsor big money in Europe? No, I want taxes to be more enforced here. Okay. To actually get sponsorships. Mm-hmm. So when, when, when we have a taxation system similar to the one in the US... And I don't want to be taxed here, by the way. No, um, you, you, want to, the you, you want to. You um. want to, as car culture, as what you do, you actually do want it. I don't because make enough money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, because no, 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 no. you will not pay it. You will be paid for it. Yeah. All the corporates will need to have their social contribution parts for them to avoid taxation. You know, oh, not to avoid taxation. Basically, they to, get examined. So, yeah. for so in Europe, what you do is, if I if I, if I'm a corporate and I come and pay you, Dan, yeah, a hundred thousand euros, tax okay. Right. Those 100,000 euros are tax-free and deductible from my taxing. And I got media coverage from it. So I use them as social contribution and marketing. And those money I get examined for instead of giving them for, for, for for the tax collector. Yeah. I just think that Red Bull, let's say Red Bull, Monster, Monster really aren't that big in this region. Tires. But Power Horse, they have good product around here. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, when you talk. Saudi Arabia Power Horse is strong. Yeah. Yeah. But then if you look at, well, let's say, I don't know what you say, like winters are never going to, they're not even here, right? Like as a brand, you, it's just. No, that's my point. Like tyres would be something that would make sense. Like, to who's making money out of selling tyres here for drift cars? Anyone? No, we buy our own. Yeah. And whenever I've been, I've contacted every single, no, I don't want to say every single because I might have missed some, but I've contacted a lot of the tire, tire dealers who bring the tires in. And at some point I did bring some. Yeah. Okay. The community do not understand. You cannot, I cannot sell you cheaper than what the cost is. And they always want it cheaper than cost. And when they, I brought Dan tire this year. Yeah. Next year, half of few people from the community went to get Dan tire directly from Dan. Yeah. And they didn't come through me because I wanted because I'm the one who's dealing with Dan. So they went through straight because they thought they're gonna get it cheaper. Yeah. And they uh, actually got it more expensive. And they still got it. That's typical UAE and Exactly, UAE. man. <laughs> exactly. So if the if, and I just I just sat back because I didn't do it to make money. I did some, but I didn't do it to make money. I did it to actually support the community and bring them whatever is available in the market and put it in one place for them to come and grab. But it's weird because some people will be like, oh, you know, I, I see it. Oh, so, and, well, not directly, but people, I can see people going, oh, I think Yusuf's trying to make money out of the scene. There's man, no, I still there's no money in the man, scene. Man, right? man, like, man people, <laughs> people think I make 10 grand in every, every Jabal Ali Drift event. They don't know that some of those events I actually end up paying out of my money. own pocket. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, there's, a, there's a track cost, right? <laughs> exactly. To, to rent the track. I have to pay. I have Staff. to pay. I have to pay whatever I have to pay for, for renting the track, yeah? Yeah. I have to pay for cleaning the track. Yep. which is not cheap. Yeah. I have to pay for every single marshal and staffing that are, that is there. I have to pay for the team that actually comes in from the drift home. Yeah, cuz if Dan comes and work for me and I ask Dan for for to do that job, then you I'll have pay to him. pay him something. Yeah. I'm not going to ask him to come and do it for free. Yeah. Regardless if I make money or I don't, it's my own risk. Yeah. So I have to give him some. 
So, and it goes on. So sometimes, yes, I'm happy. I can pay for my own dinner tonight from the work I did. Sometimes, or take the guys out for a McDonald's meal or whatever. No, sometimes, sometimes I don't even make that McDonald's mm. meal. So I know we need to wrap up, yeah, but like, yeah. I think it's a nice opportunity to take a step back and say, what would you want to kind of add to the conversation? What's the thing that everyone's missing that now, like it's not the world's biggest platform, but there are a few people listening at least. What, what do you want people to hear? They may have switched off by now. I don't Probably. Know. We actually Just have retention numbers. Anyway, <laughs> let's pretend they haven't. But yeah. Okay, so what, what, I don't know. Just keep drifting in and... We just basically have want more cars on the grid. Have, you know? fun. have fun. Yeah. I don't want you to do anything except come and have fun. Yeah. Mm. Just enjoy the drifting scene. Let us, whoever is me or us, whatever is actually doing what they're doing, just don't fight them back. You know, be there for them, help them, support them. If you want to drive, come and drive. If you don't want to drive, don't, don't accuse it as a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah, don't don't bring it up as if you don't know what you're talking about. Just don't come and show up and say negative stuff. You don't know what you're talking about. Mm. Okay, so enjoy it. It's a fun thing, and it's for the crowd. So keep it fun, basically, is what you're saying. That's what it is. That's why it started. That's why we slid the first car in 1901. What what was that? No, that's probably an accident, but apart from yeah, on well, purpose, yeah. Well, they, they, they always say drifting started, the drifting started in Japan, yeah? Yeah. But when did actually drifting start? When someone dumped well, After they built the first car, uh, ever, yeah, yeah. which is a Ford, Ford yeah. which I believe 1901. No, it was Mercedes-Benz. It was the... Uh, oh, no, that one could it. That, that, no, that one could it. Yeah, it had one horsepower. <laughs> yeah, whatever, yeah? yeah. But no, I'm talking about, there's a picture of an old Ford, the model, model T. whatever. T, T yeah. yeah? And it's going sideways. There's a picture of it online. So if you would really want to know when drifting started, it's 1901. Mm. Oh, but I think it, it was. That. It should drifting should be fun, shouldn't it? That's the bottom line. And exactly. we should just cut anti-lag out altogether. My there we go. I cannot run anti-lag in Jabal Ali because of the noise regulations, because Good. of the hotel nearby. So it's not that. Regardless if I like it or don't, okay, it's something else. But there are regulations that I cannot run even. A straight pipe 350Z I cannot run oh, in Jabal Ali. Enforce that. I have to. I, cannot, I don't have a choice. On that Please note, do. I think that's it. Thank you very much for listening. I didn't say anything about your wing, did I, Alex? Not yet, but there we go. <laughs> Thank you, okay. guys. Thank Cheers. you, dude. Thank you very much.